a new flagship micro four-thirds system Olympus camera from OM Digital Solutions. Welcome back to Textonation. I'm Fred Fishkin. Joining us is master trainer Mike Amico. Great to see you, Mike. Thanks. Great to see you, Fred. Well, tell us, there's a brand new OM system, OM1, a name that might ring a bell among Olympus enthusiasts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so uh, so the new camera is very exciting, and um, and you're right. OM system definitely comes from our heritage. Um, you know, we we brought the name back. We sort of reborn, you could say, with the OM system name, uh, and also with the OM one uh, being the 50th anniversary, and uh, sort of changing that naming convention uh, from the traditional, you know, Olympus OM you know, series, uh, OMD, E slash, you know, M1. Uh, now we have it nice and simple, OM1, and it's reborn. Yeah. And Fun this stuff. is the first first camera release since the purchase of uh, Olympus cameras by OM Digital, right? Yeah, this is our first one. Uh, we had the EP7 come out, which was more Asia, you know, and, uh, and, uh, and that was, you know, still Olympus, you know, this is our first branded, you know, OM system. And, uh, and uh, you know, having the Olympus on the top, plate of the camera it's it's sort of an homage to the om1 um and that's pretty much it it's uh it is our first camera and it's our flagship so it's really exciting so what are some of the key features that will attract photographers to this camera well the camera's great i mean i i already had fun with the uh the mark three the em1 mark three and the em1x which i own myself um already was having a great time with these cameras and you know, like everybody else, I, I was hoping for a camera with new panels. We needed new panels um, to get us, you know, to get nice and crisp images uh, when you're viewing um, and, and also, uh, you know, some updates here and there. And so I was anxiously awaiting and here comes the OM-1 and it's fantastic. I mean, the, the camera has a, a 20 megapixel backside illuminated um, sensor that's, uh, that's a stack sensor. So it's really the only one in its class right now that has a sensor like that. And that's, that alone is fantastic. Um, and then the panels we did update. So we have, uh, you know, a really nice EVF. Um, so the LCD we've upgraded with about 600,000 more pixels. Um, so it's, it's a nice bump, uh, but the EVF is just fantastic. And, um, you know, we're at 5.7 million on the EVF, which is just unreal for that class of camera. And what that does is it just, it's a pleasure to use. You know, it has the same uh, optical technology in it as the EM1X, the same viewpoint. Um, so it's nice and crisp and it just makes it a pleasure, you know? So that's one of the great things. Um, you know, on top of that, we have upgraded our focus, which has been a huge thing for us. You know, as you probably know, we've really stepped in the realm the last few years of birders and, and, you know, adventure and wildlife and birding and, you know, all that fun stuff. And, and people have really been demanding more accurate autofocus. And we've, we've done a great job of getting there. Uh, but the previous system did have 121 points, you know, crosshair phase detection, and it was great, uh, but it had room for improvement. This camera offers 1,053 crosshair points that cover 100% of the, of the sensor. And, uh, and the way it's, it's layered, the sensor has, uh, it's, it's a quad pixel autofocus. So if you can imagine underneath each of those 20 megapixels, underneath each one is four separate pixels. And those are all dedicated to focusing. So it's just fantastic. I mean, you almost have this, this system that can't miss because there's so much to grab. It creates a really nice depth map to really bring the subject out and capture the subject. So everything is more accurate from the AI detection autofocus, which we had for 
planes, trains, automobiles, and then birds on the EM1X. It's in this camera now in a smaller package, and we've added uh, canines and felines, and, and it's just much more improved three times faster. So, you know, unbelievably fast. Sounds terrific. And you've mm -hmm. uh, bumped up the video capabilities as well? Yes, that was something we needed to do as well. Um, you know, a lot of guys like our video, and we've always kind of pushed more towards the stills. And we've had great video, but there was a few things we really could have used. And I believe this camera has really started to get us into another realm with that. So for, you know, hybrid shooters, this is a great piece. I mean, we have, uh, you're looking at a 420 uh, 10-bit 4K60 which is a nice, uh, nice uh, video to use. Also, you can go out to a Ninja Atomus and you can get up to 444 12-bit once they do their updates. Uh, they have to do their little firmware updates. Um, that's fantastic for us. But to me, one of the, the best things about it is that there's no recording limit anymore. So that was something that I felt held us back a little bit from a lot of the users. Uh, no recording limit. Um, you're able to record as long as you want the battery with the cameras, a new battery, you'll get about 90 minutes with that battery. Um, but you also can add a grip with another battery and you can use a power supply. Now you can actually go out with your HDMI record, plug in the power supply with USB-C and charge while you're using the camera. So that for us is all new, which is a great thing. So the, the, I assume then, then the camera charges through a USB-C port. Yep. Charges through USB-C. So out of the box, you're going to get a USB-C cable and a plug for the wall. Um, there's no charger per se in the box. You're going to charge through the camera. There's a separate charger you could buy separately um, that will charge one or two batteries. So, Well, tell us different. what your thoughts are about the, the format today and where things yeah. stand uh, with, with Micro Four Thirds. Sure. It's interesting. Our, our industry has changed a lot, and which you know. And um, you know, full frame is sort of king right now, right? That's, that's your marketing. It's like any industry, there's always, uh, there's always the leaders, I guess you could say. And, and marketing has really pushed people into that format of full frame. And you have medium format now, and you have our four thirds still APS-C, but a majority of that marketing is full frame. And so for us, that lets us carve out a little bit of a niche. And that niche is that, you know, we're this great adventure camera. I mean, if you think about it, the system as a whole has always been smaller. So the, the misconception on mirrorless was that mirrorless is smaller. Well, maybe the bodies and everything are about the same now, but as a whole system, micro four thirds will always be smaller. When you look at the equivalents, you look at the reach and things of that nature. So with pro lenses, pro bodies, putting them together, you have a great little small kit to travel with. And so that said, it's a great adventure camera. Great to take with you. You know, it's great to take on a trip. Uh, if you want to go birding and you want to take it to another country and ship it out, it's much easier than shipping out your full frame kit. And so I think we kind of fit into more of that category as one category. Um, I think Olympus shooters, they're, they're just going to love this camera and eat it up uh, because it's just a great camera. It's the best four thirds camera I've ever used, but there's another segment. There's another category. There's actually two in my mind. You know, one is, is the marketing. So many customers may be looking at a full frame system and not realizing how expensive it can get when you're looking at a whole kit and you're looking at pro lenses or, you know, bigger lenses, and this offers an alternative to that. It offers a, a great system, a professional kit that's at a lower cost. And so it's a great alternative for somebody who maybe goes and looks and says, Whoa, I didn't realize how much this was, how expensive it can be. The other thing is somebody may already have a medium format or a full frame kit 
And this is a great secondary system for them. Many people are buying more than one system now. And it's such a great kit to have on top of what you already have for your travel kit, you know, for your kit to ship somewhere. Um, and a lot of people that do that, I will say, they end up shooting this more and more as they shoot it. So, so four thirds is still out there. It's still a great alternative for a lot of things. The best thing about it is it's fun. And I think that's something that's lost sometimes in photography. Now, I think we're worried more about what we're shooting and what our neighbor next to us is shooting rather than having fun and actually, you know, bringing that back out. And so that's what we offer. And there are some new lenses to go with this uh, oh, yeah. new camera too. Tell me about yep. that. Yep. So We've revamped the 12 to 40 f 2.8 pro. Um, now that was already a great lens. It's been out for a long time. Great lens. Nothing has really changed with the optical in the, in the lens. It's still the same great lens, but we've updated the coatings. And so you do have the OM system logo now. Um, so we've updated that. It has the IP 53 rating, which our camera also has. So we've given it a new rating from IPX one to IP 53. Uh, just so you know, that rating is um, five deals with dust and three is your water rating. So that's where IP 53 comes in. Uh, and that's a standard in the industry. Um, the lens, like I said, new coatings. So you have a fluorine coating, which is much easier to clean. And you have the new zero coatings. So you're getting better flare capability of, of keeping down that flare. And in backlight situations, it's going to handle it a lot better. Um, so just a nice refresh, you know, for that. The exciting lens is the 40 to 150 F4 Pro. It's fantastic. It's 62 millimeters. So the barrel, if you can imagine, is about the same size as that 12 to 40. Um, you actually extend the lens to turn it on. And once you extend it, it stays in the extended position and zooms internally. Very neat design. And it's nice. And that would be know, the equivalent compound. of an 80 to 300. Is that right? 80 to 300 if you're looking at 35 millimeter equivalents. So it's a, it's a great range. It will not work with the teleconverters, uh, which is nice for people to know. Um, but it's, it's a great range. I mean, you know, anything from soccer mom to a little bit of backyard birding to, you know, to landscape. And it really rounds out that F4 series that we have. You know, we have the 8 to 25 that just came out uh, last summer. We have the um, 12 to 45. And now we have this 40 to 150. So it kind of rounds out that trinity of F4 lenses. Works great on this camera, but works really good on the EM5 series. Keeps that kind of size down for travel. So nice, nice piece, all weather resistant. Let me ask you what, what your thoughts are, sure. Mike, about the, the, the whole category of digital photography today, because yeah. the phones are certainly making a big dent um, and they're getting really good. A, sure. a lot of phones out there, the sure. latest from Apple and Google and Samsung, et cetera. Yep. So tell us where this leaves the camera market today from your perspective. You know, it's an interesting that's an interesting question. The phones are definitely uh, making a dent, I think, on the lower end, you know, of our of our photography. I think you're going to see the cameras probably keep stepping up a little bit, going a little more higher end. Um, but also, I think you're going to start seeing what we've been doing for a while now, since probably just before 2016 with the EM1 Mark II, more computational photography. You're going to see more people working with that. And we've been doing that for a while. So with this camera, we've sped up a lot of our computational um, features, um, like handheld high resolution in the camera. Um, we have live neutral density in the camera that mimics neutral density. 
Um, we have features like that, that they're getting faster and they're allowing you to do things with a camera that you couldn't do before. And I think that's where you're going to see the industry start to shift a little bit. Software is getting better. It's getting better in the cameras. The hardware is, you know, it's, it's getting better, but a little slower. And so I think that software is really going to kick in and you're going to see a lot more of that computational in the future. Cool thing about four thirds is being a smaller sensor, you can process that a lot faster. So that's where a lot of it comes into play with the four thirds sensor. So, you know, if somebody wants a smaller system and they want to have a lot of power, you're going to see that with four thirds. And perhaps sure. some of these, some of these phones are going to get more people interested in, yep. in, in photography, boy, this is great. What I can do with my phone. Just think what I might be able to do with a, with a camera. Yeah, I think so too. I, you know, the one thing about phones for me is, you know, I think we can, we can finally say they're part of our industry in a sense. Um, the ergonomics, that's, that's what people don't, don't know unless they pick up a camera, right? The ergonomics are so important. And with phones, it, it, if to me, it was always so awkward, right? To try to pick up a phone and it's this slim little cool. However, it's always with you. And that's, that's the best camera, right? The one that's with you. So um, I did notice that with me coming to Olympus years ago, th these cameras never leave me every day. I have a camera with me. I'm shooting every day and my images have gotten better because the more you shoot, the better your images get. And the one thing with the four thirds from Olympus is that, or from OM system now is that it's fun. It's fun. And I want to take it with me. And I think that's, you know, I think phones are convenient and we have them with us all the time. And then to have a camera that's fun and you want to bring it with you, you'll shoot it more. So it, it's great to blend that, but yeah, interesting choices out there and everything's good. Everything's good. Well, tell us about pricing and availability. Bottom line. Yeah. Here. So <laughs> sure. Sure. So the camera was announced on the 15th of February. It, it will be, uh, there's a sales embargo till there's a sales embargo till March 3rd. Um, so that's when you'll start seeing the cameras out there. Um, the body on the camera us is 21 99 99, uh, which is fantastic for the sensor that's in there and the viewfinder and all that fun stuff. Um, the kit, we are offering a kit with a 12 to 42, eight, and that is the new 12 to 40. And that's 27 99 um, the 12 to 40 by itself is nine 99 So in the kit, you're getting it for a $300 discount. And the 40 to 150 is uh, 899.99. So puts it in a nice, uh, nice spot there. And for more info, the place to go is where? So you can check out uh, getolympus.com. Uh, That's a great place to go. You can purchase the camera there. You can, uh, you can check it out and uh, get some more information and everything's there. And while you're there, check out our Learn Center. A lot of great, uh, great insight there from our ambassadors and, and, uh, and more. For sure. Terrific. Again, it's getolympus.com. Mike Amico, yep. thank you for taking the time with us. Thank you. I appreciate it, Fred. Thank you. Now this. It takes a lot of listening to build a better radio. And that's just what the folks at Sea Crane have done. Bob Crane and his crew, nestled among the rivers and tallest trees in the world in Fortuna, California, have made a habit of listening to their customers. And that's just what they've done in building the CC Skywave SSB, the Swiss Army knife of portable radios. For everyday listening to AM or FM in the yard or patio or on the nightstand, without having to drain a mobile phone battery, it's a great companion. But it is also a companion equipped for NOAA weather information and alerts 
that can be life-saving. You can listen to FEMA and Coast Guard transmissions, too. Beyond all of that, you can tune into shortwave signals from around the world. It's compact, easy to take with you, and built to last. The CC SkyWave SSB. Click on the link at textonation.com.